every single song I write for me is like a landscape, let's say. So when I start writing, I like think of something, come up with some words and the chords at the same time. So it wasn't really much different this time when I was writing, but I had a photo to start with. I didn't have to come up with it in my head. Um, so when I was looking at the photos, I was like all alone on this like really kind of end of day scene, I guess, right? So sunset. Um, it was a little bit after sunset. So that was really inspiring to me because it's kind of like things are ending, but I'm in this dress. So I look like I'm ready to go somewhere. And so for me, that was very reminiscent of like a personal experience of mine of a breakup. So I was like, hey, what if I could use this imagery of a sunset, things ending, water, and turn that into a song that really um, hits close to home and is really personal to me? The Desert Tiger Podcast. And Bush, and today we are rejoined by an amazing pop artist who, the last time when she joined us, we dove behind a couple of singles entitled Gambler and One Night Stand, and it's been a little bit over a year. She's been working, she's been crafting, she's been building some more songs, and of course it all kicks off with a new track entitled I Won't no, and we are here to discuss that new track with my guest, the incredible Danny Christina. How's it going today, Danny? I'm doing really well. How are you? Ooh, having myself a wonderful day. Even better now that I get to connect with an incredible past guest of the show. It's always good to see how people have grown since last time I've got to talk to them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure like there's like a lot of growth that's done between especially artistic works. So <laughs> always cool to touch base. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And of course, that's what we're here to do today, Touch Bass, because like I mentioned, you've got a new single that's uh, been put out into the world, and that's what we're going to jump right on into, because from what I can see, this song, the inspiration for it, uh, sort of kicks off with a photography session, sort of a collaboration you did earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in Europe, and I got into touch with this photographer over Instagram. She reached out to me. Um, and she really had this like vision of a beach photo shoot. And so I was like, yeah, why not? This seems kind of cool. I've never done something like this before. Um, and so, yeah, just when I got the images back, I found them so kind of, they had their own little story. Um, and just the way she like got me to get into character and stuff for the shoot really kind of influenced a song that is, I won't know, which is out right now. Hmm. Wow. So of course, sort of taking that idea of a photo shoot, sort of how do you take that energy and sort of, you know, take that and mold it into a song that's sort of about, you know, a breakup, relationship, rebuilding yourself? For sure. Yeah. I'm very much a visual person. So every single song I write for me is like a landscape, let's say. So when I start writing, I like think of something, come up with some words and the chords at the same time. So it wasn't really much different this time when I was writing, but I had a photo to start with. I didn't have to come up with it in my head. Um, so when I was looking at the photos, I was like all alone on this like really kind of end of day scene, I guess, right? So sunset. Um, it was a little bit after sunset. So that was really inspiring to me because it's kind of like things are ending, but I'm in this dress. So I look like I'm ready to go somewhere. And so for me, that was very reminiscent of like a personal experience of mine of a breakup. So I was like, hey, what if I could use this imagery of a sunset, things ending, water, and turn that into a song that really um, hits ho close to home and is really personal to me. Hmm. Yeah, I, kinda, I like that where you sort of, where you mentioned you had the image already and it's just sort of taking the pieces of it and 
making it into words. It's as they say, a picture is a thousand words, right? True. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, you didn't need quite a thousand words in order to make an incredible single. Um, You mentioned a little bit of a personal experience coming from this. So, I mean, as you mentioned, sort of like the flow of water and otherwise, are you somebody who is a, a very big water person? (laughs) Um, I'm very inspired by nature in general. I think a lot of my songs like really pull on some sort of nature element. Uh, I spent a lot of time like outdoors as a kid. And so for me, I've always kind of been inspired by like being a small little piece of a really, really big earth and planet and everyone having their intricate stories. And so the water specifically for me is really reminiscent of kind of something that always changes forms. Obviously there's like ice, air, water, it's all water, vapor. Um, and so that really kind of helped me put it all into perspective of how, like, you know, things happen to you, but you can take that and change it into something else. So that was kind of the transformative idea that I was going with. Mm-hmm. As you can be caught up because, I mean, as you mentioned, with relationships with breakups, it's you get caught up in the moment of, oh, no, what happened to all of these plans that I had and this future that I envisioned? But then, like you also say, like you kind of rediscover yourself and you become like once again who you were and you can continue to grow and like maybe this new future may be better than what the one that maybe the one that you were envisioning was, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. And it's like just this kind of um, self-evaluation and kind of deciding what do you do from there that I really wanted to explore in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And said, is it, are you going to let it defeat you or are you going to uh, continue to uh, flow like the water? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. So, of course, you mentioned that uh, this all began as sort of an idea over in Europe. When did you actually get the chance to uh, record the single? Right. So I recorded the song in Toronto. So I had a time to like collect my thoughts and everything. And I recorded it in Noble Street Studios, as usual, um, with my sister actually playing piano on it and backup vocals, which was a really nice kind of um, full circle moment, I guess, because, you know, she's someone I confide in with a lot of my personal stories and stuff. So it's really cool that she was able to be a part of the project as well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure as a part of, she probably heard a few stories of the breakup that helped to inspire <laughs> this song as well. For sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> she's the best. It's awesome that you're able to include your family. And of course, uh, having the support of family is something that always helps us get through as artists. Yes, yes, it's so important. I don't think I could do anything without them, for real. Of course, you mentioned you got to uh, work in the same studio you've worked on some of your uh, previous singles on. So what was it like to work with uh, Trevor James Anderson once again? It was so good. He's become one of my really good friends throughout the years of working together. And he's always really able to kind of capture the emotion of my takes really well when we're working in the studio Obviously, this is like a more vulnerable track, so it was a little bit more nuanced to getting like that emotion come through in the studio and making sure the take really captures the emotion of each line. Because obviously, when you're in the studio, it's kind of separate from the process of writing a song, but you have to kind of like get all those feelings worked back up again and kind of let them out for the recording. Mm -hmm. Because you want that emotion to flow through. You want people to be able to feel it so that they connect with it, right? For sure. Yeah. And then it's like kind of that balance of like good vocal delivery, emotion, all of that. Because, you know, emotional songs are sometimes hard to sing. Mm -hmm. So you don't want too much emotion in it or else like (laughs) you're going to get some vocal cracks and maybe a couple tears in there and maybe a little too real. (gasps) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Balance is very important. 
Mm-hmm. And then, of course, once again, you have to go into the topic of your sister. Has she recorded much music herself before? Um, she's a composer, actually. So she's um, written a lot of music. Uh, she's always kind of in the background of my songs. Um, she's always doing something. She's the person I run every single song by all my new projects, existing projects. And I'm like, help me. You have good ears. Um, and so she's my biggest critic, but also my biggest fan. So I really appreciate having her. Hey, a refined set of ears is very, very important. For sure. And she's really, because she's a composer, she's so detail-oriented that it's really, really useful. For sure. And of course, and we've talked about some of the first listeners of the song, and now the song has been out into the world for a little while now. So I want to know a little bit about uh, some of the other listeners who have finally gotten their ears, their hands on this track. What has the reception been like for I Won't Know? The reception has actually probably been some of the best I've received so far. Um, I think because it is so vulnerable and I was a little bit scared to release it because of it. Cause I was like, ah, these are my emotions being shared with everybody, you know? Um, but the reception has been so good. Everyone has sent me messages like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed in this season of my life. So it's really cool and rewarding as an artist to see like that vulnerability being rewarded by other people kind of seeing themselves in like my feelings and it kind of makes me feel seen in terms of my experiences but it makes me feel really good at the same time that I could have been kind of someone that summed up someone else's experience as well Mm -hmm. it's always once again balance right because as an artist like music is therapy and it helps Mm -hmm. us to get out our feelings but as human beings it can be as you mentioned a little bit scary to be vulnerable and like how vulnerable should I be how much should I like let out into the world right but then when you hear like how much it helps somebody it's like that whole balance of like okay it was worth it yeah for real honestly it is worth it it's scary though I am tended to avoid some of like personal elements in the other songs uh, but I just decided to really go for it with this one hey it's uh sometimes you just got to take that risk and see what happens for sure yeah and of course, uh, from some of the uh, from the bio I read here, this is our first taste of a little bit of an upcoming wave of Danny Christina. So, without giving away too much, what what does the future potentially hold for the listeners here? I am going to really keep tapping into my kind of personal, vulnerable side. Um, I think for me as an artist, it's really rewarding to kind of let all that out and share my personal experiences with everyone. Um, And I think it's really a way I can kind of connect more to the people who listen to my music because I'm really giving up like a huge piece of myself. So in the future, um, I'm going to be, I have already some songs ready to go, um, but I'm also going to kind of be okay with recording covers of songs that are really personal to me as well. So in a way, using other people's way of telling a story to kind of convey my emotions and how I'm feeling at a certain point to make sure that I'm keeping up with like a steady stream of releases Um, but also kind of still sticking to my songwriting at the same time. So definitely incorporating my like love of all genres, my kind of genre fluidity while still kind of using myself as the kind of factor that makes all the songs that I release tie together. Yeah. And I like how you mentioned sort of like the idea of covers, because that's one beautiful thing of covers is a song that means something to you, but you can put your own personal touch on it, sort of like make it your own in a way, sort of like a remix. Yeah, for sure. So I I like that because sometimes other people can sum up your feelings just as well as you can, I think. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And sometimes maybe you get a uh, different energy because as listeners, sometimes we 
get our own uh, perception of a song and an idea of it, and it helps us in our own way. So the way that you project it might be a little bit different than someone else's projection, right? Yeah, that's what I love about art is all that like interpretation that's left within kind of the vague blurred lines of like the language that's being used to describe it. So. Mm-hmm. And of course, covers are wonderful, but the other important thing inside of uh, what you mentioned there is there's also more original Danny Christina music coming on its way, folks. Go ahead and follow her on your favorite uh, music streaming platform. Follow her on your favorite social media. Danny, what would you say is the best platform to connect with you on? I would say Instagram, probably Instagram or TikTok. I'm on those all the time. Um, I love Instagram because it's like a way to kind of show a different side of me that's not just music. So you'll see a lot of my day to day life on there. Um, But then TikTok is just a really fun way that I've kind of been connecting with a different audience lately. So I'm always on there as well. Mm -hmm. I I do believe I saw some of your travels of Europe on Instagram and I was very jealous. And one thing that I've also seen recently is since last August, when we last spoke, you've kind of uh, blown up on TikTok, my girl. What has it been like to sort of uh, be hitting those uh, million view marks on TikTok? And how many times have you heard the words, hey, Danny? <laughs> yeah, um, it's honestly still surreal uh, when I see like the views going up. I'm like, why? Why is that happening? Um, but it's it's also been really, really fun. It's a way for me to kind of take music and not take it so seriously in a way, right? Like I'm always doing something fun on TikTok, having fun, making jokes. And I obviously love music, but when you get into the kind of the routine of being an artist and like making music that's serious and it's about you and you really want to make sure it's the best version of the song it can be, it is taxing, right? Like it's taking a lot of your heart and soul and emotions and energy But on TikTok, I'm able to just kind of have fun. (laughs) Someone asks me to sing something. I'm like, no problem. This is what I can think of. And it's kind of like a one taker. And I just put it up there and see other people find it funny or they want to ask me to sing another song. And it's a good way for me to discover new music because some of the words are really interesting and I have to kind of think about it. But other ones are just a way for me to like revisit some of my favorite songs and kind of take the art that I do a little less seriously. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I kind of uh, really enjoy with like seeing your videos and otherwise in the way that like you mentioned that is it's uh, once again, as artists is we sometimes forget uh, that it's a part of enjoying the journey, right? Like you're supposed to stop and smell the roses like this is supposed to be fun too. like we got into this because we enjoy it. And sometimes along that journey, we get so caught up in the consistent like go 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 i have to chase the algorithm like i consistent i have to be putting out new music or else i'm going to get lost in this right and sometimes you have to just enjoy yourself that's the thing yeah and i mean obviously social media can be toxic with the algorithm and everything too like we're always thinking about the numbers why didn't this video do so well um but i'm kind of giving myself a break on tiktok i'm just kind of doing what i want to do having fun and it's kind of showing a different side of my personality than i think comes through in my music so I don't know. <laughs> well, and I feel like fans want to know a little bit more about the artists that they're connecting with, right? I mean, back in the day, it used to be a lot of watching much music, a lot of watching reality shows, a lot of like going into tabloids and trying to find out like, what are these people doing? And it's like a lot of easy way to like connect with your fans, your listeners, or even just find new people who are like, oh, this person's funny. Oh, and they also happen to make good music. Oh, cool. 
It's true. It's true. I love the kind of the fourth wall being broken, even like seeing other big artists on TikTok having fun. I'm like, yes, that's kind of like, like you were saying the much music thing, but I feel like it's so much more like personal now because they're able to just like whip out their phone and show you what they're doing at that given moment. So it's really cool to kind of connect the different ways that we interact with um, artists and their art all together. I agree. I agree. And I'm thankful that, uh, We've been able to connect to discuss some art here today. And one thing that I would really love to know, Danny, is what is something that you are thankful for inside of life? Ooh, that's a very good question. I am thankful for the fact that there is so many different stories in this world. (laughs) Very random answer. Um, But I'm thankful that like every single person you meet has not experienced the same thing the same way you have. And I think that makes us really... um, rich as a human being species, because there's always like a different nuance, a different way someone's seen the same thing as you. And I think it's really beautiful to know that like each experience has shaped us in such a way that we have a different perception because of that. And um, I love learning about other people and the way that they've seen the same things I have. Mm. It's once again, going into the idea of perception and how everybody else has a different view of the world. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that very, very much. And of course, we've talked about something you're thankful for. And now I'd like to know exactly how has this past year, how is crafting this single, I won't know, how has it helped you to grow as an individual? It has really helped me redefine my kind of vision of success and what I define success as. Um, I won't know specifically as a song that I needed to write in the moment that I wrote it. Um, It just felt like a really good way to let my feelings out and make sense of a certain situation because it does kind of battle with this idea of morality inside the lyrics. And so when I was doing that, um, it really helped me understand that like the music I'm making, I'm making to share with everyone, but I'm also making it to make myself feel better. And so whether it's like one listener that resonated with the song I wrote or like a thousand listeners, to me, at the end of the day, if someone felt something, that's success to me. And this really specifically really differs from my other releases because it's not as upbeat. It doesn't have this huge production. It's super stripped down. And I think that's kind of the way I want to go right now. Right now, I felt like that's the best way to describe that emotion And I'm kind of letting go of the fact that everything has to be marketable or danceable or like TikTok viral. For me, it's like if a song can make someone feel something, that is success for me. So that's really helped me kind of come to terms with that idea for myself. And it's also released a lot of the pressure off of having to pump up music all the time. Hey, hey, that's an incredible answer. And I thank you for sharing that growth, that lesson here with us here today as well. As the uh, story of this new single, I Won't Know, it's available right now on your favorite music streaming service. Go ahead and follow Danny Christina on your favorite social media. Danny, thank you so very much for joining us once again on the DTP. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to chat. The Desert Tiger Podcast.